0: The Big Inside, number 31, June 9th, 2008. Oh, twice in one show. Coming up right now on The Big Inside, we're going to talk about what's wrong with the way you eat. Call in and chat with nutritionist Sarah Stockwell talk about eating for sports, losing weight, or just how to quit punishing yourself. That discussion begins at 20 past the hour. Get in by calling 617-237-1234. Also coming up in today's Loose News, our review of the funniest steroid in sports movie you're not bothering to watch. Meanwhile, win a month's free membership at a Boston gym today just by calling in, and at the end of the hour, find out why we think you Red Sox fans, best fans in the nation, all went belly up. All that and more this hour. So, with a show that resembles professionality in the same way that tofu resembles steak, warm up your ears, because this week's Physique Challenge starts right now. It's Monday night. The greatest feeling you can get in a gym is the pump. it's time once again put that freaking sandwich down for the ultimate physical challenge this is getting frustrating it's the big inside why work out? when you can pack muscles by taking drunks? this is the show that turns physique sports and physique performance who's talking about my bodybuilding attire inside out
1: our whole family is arguing over how to prepare soft-boiled eggs
0: Every Monday night at 5 o'clock. Maybe a
2: light workout here now.
0: Interviews, facts, news, contest coverage, opinions, editorials. The
2: school is in.
0: And, of course, some general mayhem. Talking and getting under people's skin. Concerning the world of physique sports. The idea is to show as much muscle as possible. And athletic performance.
2: It seems to be working for you.
0: And now, coming to you from deep inside the world of physique training. You tell I am still. I'm Christian Mady, a.k.a. XN. He works out every single day for an hour, six days a week. And I'll be your host. Don't you talk to me. Welcome to... Oh, right. I made that up. The Big Inside. Welcome to the big inside, once again, starting a little bit late. I'm Christian Mady, a.k.a. XN. Oh, yeah, this seems to be a pattern. I got a boot on my car, uh, but that's not about my problem. Well, why people? did that happen? Exactly. Because I'm, I'm, the way I sound on the radio is actually the cleaned up version of me. I'm, I'm a mess, people. <laughs> Good gum. This is the show that connects the physique world with the real world and turns them both inside out in the process. So whoever you are, a pro athlete, average Joe Jim dude, or just a guy with a boot on your car... No matter who you are, you're always doing something with your body, like hustling to a radio station. And this is the show where we discuss how real life in the real world affects and connects back to your body, your sport, your health, your life, your car, and why you should even care. We're all about the conversation, not the education, but with our luck, you'll probably end up learning something, something along the way. At 20 past the hour on The Big Deal, well, we're talking about food today. So whether you're an athlete seeking better performance or just a guy who you know, doesn't want, I don't know, It's summertime. You don't want saggier breasts than your wife. Well, we're going to talk about what makes a diet work with professional nutritionist Sarah Stockwell. That's going to be at 20 past the hour. Also, hey, don't forget, win a one-month membership at Revolution Fitness. That's right. Free stuff. We love it. Call in today during the interview with a question or a comment, and we'll say the first two callers, first two new callers to the show will get memberships to Revolution Fitness for one month, the best neighborhood gym in Boston www.refitboston.com. As always, the show is compiled by the Physic Culture Collaborative, the Physique Sports Revolution. Learn about them at physiculture.net. In the booth today, Chris Villani making comments. You were late the other day. So let's not let's not get on. Was, I
3: wasn't late. You were like two minutes late or something. I was not late. It was something like that. We'll never we'll get it right one day. It's a week introduction too. I deserve a better introduction than that.
0: Next week next week. Oh you'll get a better <laughs> I'll give you a good introduction. Next week we will have uh We'll we'll, have, we'll be right on time, won't we? And um, what's funny is that, you know, uh, my guest is actually walking in the door right now. She'll be on the
3: mic. With guy, a but... great degree of trepidation. <laughs> I would, know, too, as I was no walking into a small in room, room with you. Welcome to the tank.
0: Remember, call in any time today. 617-237-1234. You know what? I think that we should just cut to the chase, go right into the uh, loose news, and, you know, we'll just dig in from there.
3: Oh. Uh. What a day. This is going to be a good show. I feel it in my nugget. It's going to win a Peabody. It's
0: good. You know about that joke? How every third show I'm claiming I'm going to win a Peabody? Yeah.
3: Has it happened yet?
0: Uh, you do. you do. Well, there was a change in mailing address, so I imagine I I probably have the award. I just don't know. With a loose treatment of physique information like it was current events and current events as if it was physique information. These are the physique stories inside the news stories for the week ending June 9th, 2008. This right here is your Peabody Award-winning Loose News Top Story. Christian got a boot on his car. No, Top Story. It's Michael Moore on steroids. The best-reviewed movie this summer strikes a chord close to home with athletes everywhere. Here is the review from the big inside. Look, if you're going to go looking in your local Megaplex theater, movie theater, you're not going to find this one. Have you heard about it, Chris? A Bigger, Stronger, Faster? I have. You have. Have you heard about it, Sarah? You haven't heard about this at all? The, um... Yeah, this is the... uh, You know, it's okay if you haven't. Um, On the surface, it poses as a steroid documentary. That's its surface. But the promise is that you will get to watch... You know, like, the promise is that you're going to watch these, like, roided-up, muscle freak bodybuilder, shameless pro-athlete types defending themselves in that expose-style... Against the looming specter of cheating through doping. But what you really get from this film is entirely smarter and way funnier. Yes, this is a film review, believe it or not, on the, on the big inside. W- when are we going to get a chance to review films on this show? <laughs> this is awesome. The filmmaker, Chris Bell, just po- he just pointed his camera at these people. They're like washed up pro wrestlers and these drug fried bodybuilders. And he would have a slam dunk recipe for instant comedy. And of course, he does capture those moments. And they're pretty funny. In fact, it leaves you embarrassed and cringing with pity for these guys but the extreme cases of steroid use are just the launching point for the documentary instead we're treated to hilarious series of observations on on how all of us americans in general whether athletes or not may in fact just be bred and born cutthroat competitors who stop at nothing to get what they want it's it's funny but it's also pretty tragic uh Bell touches on more than just the pro sports, uh, you know, much more than that. So don't mistake. This film as like only for gym guys. The funniest moments, in fact, are the elongated sequences where he engages the government brass senators, congressmen, and even Mr. Bush seem as clued out as ever on the topic. yet offer quotes on the subject that are nothing short of priceless comic gold. Back on the topic of steroids. This movie is nothing if not important. Bell makes the topic wildly accessible and absolutely interesting, explaining things in an incredibly dumbed down format. That belies a very sharp intelligence. Do you like Michael Moore?
1: have uh, mixed reviews.
0: Mixed feelings on yeah, him. I mixed feelings that. on him. He, um, he's it, this guy does the Michael Moore act better than Michael Moore. You know how Michael Moore does that dumpy, saggy. <laughs> I don't know anything. Well, this guy does it, except he does it as if he was like you know the, I don't know, like the meathead, dumb, musclehead guy. But then he's very smart. It's it's actually mm. pretty good. Um, yeah,
1: because I didn't see Michael Moore doing that.
0: No. <laughs> Michael Moore doesn't, yeah, he doesn't show his smart. Well, let's not talk about Michael Moore. Chris Bell is this guy's name. He, um, the most telling and perhaps excruciating moments are the scenes where Bell captures his whole family. He has three brothers. They all have steroid history, and two of which are currently still using. It's amazing, the candor. And the, uh, the mother and the father are both obese, and the mother honestly lives in her own world, and it's tragic, because he captures these moments where they confess to doing it to the mother, and she falls apart, and it's Mm. So it gets a little bit reality show, mm-hmm. but it, it it's really amazing how they you see how steroids are kind of a an addiction that no one's addressing, um, which makes this movie incredibly important. He he, the one thing I like is he does everything in elementary school level terms so people can understand it. That's good. Um, It's he passively and passively aggressively scolds the media, people like me, for just saying steroids when actually that's. Like maybe twenty percent of what people are doing, it's it's mm-hmm. performance enhancing substances, mm-hmm. is the term he pushes. Correctly, um, the film ends on a vague and unstructured conclusion. That's the only downside. It, it kind of talks about heroism and, and the idea of deception and disappointment, and then in the final twenty minutes, it just feels like he just puts everything away and says, oh, "All yeah, right, that was that." And oh. so it's, I mean, it's funny, but you know, it's, we're, we're not going to give it four stars, three and a half. Hmm. Um, but in spite of the small weaknesses, bigger, stronger, faster—that's the name of the movie. Bigger, stronger, fa- faster. The Side Effects of Being an American. It's one of the funniest, sharpest, most fascinating films you could see. If you could find it, it's not playing in wide release. If you're an athlete or just a sports fan or just a, an American, you will laugh your butt off and also be kind of creeped out. Um, so don't miss it. That is the, the elongated movie review. You didn't see it, did you, Chris? Gene Siskel, you were not. What? I just I did this in-depth, intelligent... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to tell about the pro wrestling? Oh, they had a guy who lives in his who did so many steroids, he now lives in his van. Sh- shouldn't there it's be a hilarious. related story now? I know there should. Let's move on. I have a I have some good related, in a related stories. In related story. I have good related stories, so let's move on to that. Alright, I'm gonna skip this one for a second. In dietary restriction news, mm. are you one of those Jews who always finds herself stuck out on the African savannah and uncertain of what to eat? Good news! This week, giraffe meat was declared kosher. Lachayam that's right, Jews of of the African savanna rejoice! At last, you can kick back and enjoy that steaming hot giraffe burger, guilt free. Well, actually, being Jewish, I guess you might not be able to be guilt free. But according to what is it, Professor Z- Zomar Ahar? Don't mess with the Zomar, huh? You know, you needn't get all upset with eating the giraffe meat. We usually think of dietary restrictions in terms of losing fat, gaining muscle, and all that. But our personal spiritual convictions are also one of the main forces in dietary focus. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Ahar, a vet who eats according to Jewish law, doesn't eat giraffe, he told us, but uh, made a coincidental observation that the milk from the female giraffe curdles in the same way, I guess, that is, or doesn't curdle or does whatever. If you're Jewish and know how milk curdles, (laughs) call in. Uh, he sent samples to Israel, and indeed, giraffes ruled to be just fine for the Hebrew palate in a related story. Catholics were relieved this week to learn that the Vatican also made a spiritual dietary ruling regarding endangered African wildlife. At last, it is okay for Catholics to enjoy a steaming hot plate of Gennet, Ginkajou, or even Zebu on Friday nights. Ain't nothing like my mom's home-cooked Ginkajou, you know that? Oh, yeah. Uh, wow, well, we're bombing today. Moving right along from the
3: education She legitimately, legitimately looks scared of you. That's, that's she, Oh, thing she's right terrified here. of me. <laughs> she's absolutely... You gotta move into your Maybe mic.
0: I'm
1: just thinking that I don't know what the kosher restrictions would be about giraffe. Yeah, why would... Isn't it... it just a milk and meat combo? I think
0: it's like how the, the the milk comes out. Does it get curdled or does it just...
1: But does it touch the meat?
0: No, that's true. Isn't
1: that the thing that it can't...
0: It's something to do with the kind of life contact? the giraffe lives. Yeah, right. I, exactly. Well, the giraffe was actually on steroids. So Chris Bell go. did a documentary <laughs> catching the giraffe. Performance so being... enhancing drugs, actually. So oh, it but, should be hey. a lean
1: meat, really, <laughs> is what you're saying.
0: Right. But they said the giraffe specifically is okay. No word yet on the on the kinkajou. Or oh, what was man. this other one? The gennet.
3: I think the Peabody went out the window, they, man.
0: Bye-bye. From the education <laughs> arena. Now I have education news. You know how I, I tend to lean on this stuff, folks. Hey, hey, don't sneeze on my peanuts, kid. The United States eyes food allergies to be considered in school lunch program restrictions. Having peanuts in my face is like having a loaded gun held to your head. At least this is what USA Today quoted teenage allergy sufferer Daniel Davis of Charleston, West Virginia, as saying, and now the United States may be holding that gun. According to the to the US, this US today, USA Today, I hate that thing. Why am I even (laughs) bothering with it? Over 12 million of us have food allergies and the number of children under age five. This is good. Who suffer peanut allergies, little kids, little ones, peanut allergies doubled in the past decade. Wow. Creepy. As such, school districts have often had to modify their menu content to prevent students from literally keeling over in the halls. Just kidding. Currently in the United States, only Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, and Tennessee. Only those four. How Tennessee got in there, I do not know. No, it's Georgia that has the weird news. um, Have instituted statewide guidelines for school lunches that are mindful of common food allergies. So to the rescue, it's nonprofit. This organization called the West Virginia Food Allergies and Anaphylaxis Network now there's a mm. who yeah that's catchy sounds good they could do a little west virginia food allergies and anaphylaxis network who <laughs> names the company that the food allergies and anaphylaxis network is currently push pushing federal legislation to enforce compliance in all 50 states to bring safer food ingredients standards to school programs in a related <laughs> story i've been eating achoo, public school lunches all my life <laughs> never mind i'm fine i'm fine anyway i'm going for it now slapstick here we go that's it And now this week's John Cena report. Wait a second. That idiot makes more money than me. And that's this week's John Cena report. More details as they develop. From the You Poor Baby Department. Oh, I like this one. Ha ha. You're pretty. Sorry, Muffy. It's open season on girls who think they're hot. Looks as if being good-looking is not a problem. So long as you don't know you are good-looking. Think back to high school. Who gets more bullied? Who gets the cruel notes? Who gets more rumors spread about them? Who gets picked on? Well, according to a study done by Dr. Lindsay Linares from the University of Alberta up in Canada. The kids who get picked on the most are the girls who think they are hot, who believe they're hot. Over 2,300 high school students were used in the psychological survey, survey to discover a very illogical result. It seems that girls who consider themselves prettiest claimed to get picked on more than anyone else. In yeah, fact,
1: they were exempt.
0: Uh, You thought so, but not according to this study. In fact, so there you go. Like, don't bother. Just let it go to pot, ladies. Just (laughs) let it go. In fact, girls who think that they're all that in a bag of chips were 35% more likely to be victimized and have those chips smashed out of their hand. Ironically, now this was good. Teenage boys who think they're well-built and good-looking and all that, 25% less chance of getting picked on. Oh,
1: isn't that
0: sad? It's very sad. Looks like as it looks uh, yeah it looks as uh, like as much as young guys want good looking young like good girls to look good looking they have a problem you know when the girls actually know it uh, whatever. In a related story, <laughs> in a related story, it was found today that radio broadcasters who think they are funny have a fifty-eight percent less chance of landing a solid closing joke than those announcers who don't realize they're funny. Do we have time for like a quick big mouth? Let's do it. Sure. And that's why not. Everything else is running late.
2: <laughs> he's talking at me and he's like blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah,
0: blah, Chris is putting his head in his hands in complete disgust. She is looking at me in horror. Sarah Stockwell is looking at me in complete...
3: <laughs> his microphones back here if she wants to get away from you. Yeah, she can I still know. get on the air. <laughs>
0: uh, this week's Big Mouths are brought to you by Revolution Fitness in Boston, Mass. One of the last full-scale neighborhood gyms in Boston. Revolution's take revolution takes your exercise and fitness outside the box of corporate gyms, wellness, nutrition, sports, training, functional dynamics, heavy lifting, yoga, Pilates, team training, seminars, this goes on and on. So start your fitness and training revolution at revolution fitness, 209 Columbus Avenue in Boston. Look for them online at revfitboston.com. Our big month of the week, our old friend and contributor to the show, spike from Lafayette, Indiana. This week's email from spike follows up on a story from episode 26 of the big inside. Go look on, iTunes, in the iTunes store, or just at com, and listen to that. It was about that guy, you know, the guy Dave Jacobs, remember him? The guy dealing to the NFL and every other... He wasn't in the Chris Bell documentary, you know why? Well, let me read you what, Spike? Writes. He's dead. Yeah, XN, horrible news! Dave Jacobs just shot and killed his ex-girlfriend, Amanda Seville, and then committed suicide. That f- piece of, I can't read it on the air, and you thought I was going to. the. Um, that's literally what he writes in the email. Well, I have to say, um... I hate to say it, but I kind of saw that one coming. The, uh, and, and that's, it's actually, this was not covered in that documentary, Bigger, Faster, Stronger. One interesting side note is that, about you know, steroids and those drugs and aggression and all that, there's no formal statistics, but anecdotal observation sort of shows that the majority of the dangerous, life-threatening, violent acts actually happen when people are off their cycle, like when they're in the depression state. Oh. So, the, so the guy gets caught, thrown in the clink, and, you know, and then let out or whatever and messes up his side you can't mess up their cycle i guess that's the moral yeah, of that story what's that they need to wean exactly and don't date don't date the guy dealing to the nfl the baseball guys here hear are much nicer let's go to a commercial <laughs> and then we'll talk to sarah Stockwell when we come back all your questions and whatnot and a bunch of other topics about nutrition and how not to kill yourself stick around this is the big inside <laughs> You are listening to the Big Inside with Christian Matey every Monday from five to six PM, right here on Boston Sports Station fifteen ten the Zone. Welcome back to the Big Inside. There was an accident in the in the first segment that that I totally didn't even catch, nor did nor did Chris in the booth. So. If uh, if we get yanked out of here by the FCC, you know, just, just you know, you can live with it. But uh, with a much cleaner, family-friendly show for the remainder of the hour, I am with Sarah Stockwell, Certified Nutrition... Master... Or is it Master... Or not, registered Dietitian, Mass State mm-hmm. Licensed Nutritionist, and then a Master's in... What is that? Science... Master's of Science in Nutrition, is that it? That's right. And um, you have she has a private practice, Neighborhood Nutrition in Somerville, Massachusetts, and... You are, like, you're kind of one of these different kinds of nutritionists who isn't all about, like, (laughs) restriction and pain and suffering Mm -hmm. and...
1: That's correct. That's why we had you on. Not about judgment.
0: So, yeah, and and I'm not going to bring him into this, but Chris has been going on about the salads he's been eating for weeks and weeks and weeks and then failing to eat. Failing to eat. I rocked a salad.
3: What? You rocked one today? Why, why, what are you talking to me? Every time I ask you about your salad, you go on about your pasta. I rocked a salad yesterday. That was <laughs> after a pizza for lunch. <laughs> after pizza for lunch. <laughs> well, you know, good for you, Chris. But uh, I'm loading up on my carbs after, after I uh, run, <laughs> after I work out. Uh, oh, okay. That's what you or, told me to do.
0: <laughs> loading up before our lawsuit? Is that what you're doing?
3: Yes. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, take, I'm taking advice you. from the guy who's going off the air. Volani, you had
0: your hand on the buzzer. I'm bringing you down.
3: You don't have me. a buzzer. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I'm
1: happy to be here for the last show.
0: <laughs> She's fitting right in. This way she I like it. This will not be the last show. Um, one of the things that... All right. Here's the thing. So you have him with the pizza and the pasta. So one of the things I've always mm-hmm. wondered, So nutritionist, I, I don't envy your job. Because people will come... Really? yo know, Because you know people well, will come to you and when they'll, they'll just say... The, I'm sure they'll just say, like, so what do you think about three Reese's peanut butter cups or some mm. crazy, mm. you know, notion like that?
1: Nothing surprises me.
0: Nothing surprises you. No. The, I, don't uh, think
1: I, I think I've had one slip up in the middle of a session when I went. Oh, and I.
0: Ooh. OK. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, you're, so like, they actually train you not to gasp when someone says something Absolutely. silly. Wow. Because
1: everything can be incorporated in a healthy diet. And if you overreact, making it too big of a deal. Okay, that doesn't work.
0: So wait a minute. So they actually, you have to be like. So you're a little bit of therapy, mm. not more than nutrition. Mm-hmm. Do you think that most nutritionists get that, or that you've you've not? i I'm, This is a curveball. I yeah. always fill the map. My guess. I
1: I think that dietitians really like either an educational approach or they like a more counseling approach, and lots of people are a blend between the two. I like the more counseling approach because I think it works.
0: Okay. Well, I would hope it works. I mean. Yeah. You, Not to
1: say that education isn't part of it, because it is.
0: Who's harder, in your opinion, the the athletes who have all sorts of ideas? You know, because for example, I, I in my line of, of coaching, I work with a lot of men between mm-hmm. the ages of nineteen to twenty five mm-hmm. who work out and they're hockey players and mm-hmm. soccer players, and, and they know right. their protein and they're this right. and they're that, and, and yeah. they you know, their oatmeal and they have all these things. Unwinding them from that's tricky enough. Who's worse, the people who don't know anything or the people who know too much?
1: Um, that would be the people who know too much.
0: Wow, straight answer. That's 100%. awesome.
1: They're what? very challenging.
0: Okay, yeah. Do you get a lot of them.
1: Yeah, because they come in and they they don't they're not asking they're they're stating their questions and they're not questions because they're something that they want to answer. Hmm. And so it's you have to develop a way of almost creating a new kind of sounding board for that person and then right. just rerouting
0: right right, right those right.
1: statements that we call questions into calming them down
0: from their like righteous i yeah. know what i need to eat thing mm. so i mean you do gonna you, make
1: a lot of people mad by saying no
0: that. <laughs> that's fine hey sports radio that's what we have to hear because i think that well no it's very common yeah. because i think that there's a i think mm-hmm. that kind of goes along with sports culture yeah. you know that there's a and you know that documentary we were talking about and not that there's a an idea that whatever sport you play and however you do it, you have to just be bound to it. And that's right. it. And you've got to go for it and be opinionated.
1: And that's awesome. The passion that, right, is awesome. That's fine. The excitement is great. But then like when it, it comes to, to eating,
0: it, it becomes problematic.
1: It can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't like to answer yes or no, do you? too far. You don't like to answer yes or no, do
1: you? Uh, I guess not. That would be part of that uh, everything can be part of a healthy diet sort of way well, of wait. speaking that I have.
0: So this comes back to Chris Villani in the booth. How mm. is his pizza... Like, do you get those things? Like, how can I eat Hmm. pizza? How can I eat chocolate? How can I eat and and still lose my weight and still have like a six pack and the whole thing? You get that? Is that the most common sort of question you get?
1: I have to work with that often. And I love working with that because that's real. That's normal. That's how people eat. They're not going to. I'm not going to quit eating pizza. I eat pizza. Okay. That's ridiculous. You um. I'm going to I'm going to eat the right amount of pizza. I'm going to walk a little bit more and I might think about throwing vegetables on it or on the side.
0: Okay. so no, you the whole picture. So there has to be a, a sort of, you're, I'm going to steal your word, yeah. it's interactive or inter, integrated. What's the word you it use? It is.
1: I, I like to think of it as an interactive process. Okay. And I like to ask questions too, to gather what someone knows and then help them to find the answer.
0: So do you think that people come to you and they're surprised how many questions they have to answer?
1: At first. Okay. But at first, yes, because I have to learn about you. I have to know what you're history is with food and so and your relationship
0: so we know food. that athletes are are pretty bad culprits in terms of the willingness to learn
2: mm.
0: but what makes you roll your eyes so i'm some guy i'm like me here look at me i'm my body's held together with broomsticks and duct tape mm-hmm. i got a, i got a mouth of a trucker and mm-hmm. uh, you know i didn't say that this this show that's why that happened see that i warned myself and i didn't warn myself today and so i i so i come to you and i say you know sarah mm. here here it is i'd like to you know, be faster, yep. have more dynamic strength, more energy, all this kind of stuff. You know, and then I say blank. And what makes you roll your eyes? What is the thing you hear from people that makes you go, Oh, are you kidding? Because you, you can't react. You have to play Stone Fence. Stone yep. yep. So this is your chance to tell all the listeners, all the athletes, <laughs> and any of the regular people, yeah. what, what could Chris end up saying that's going to make you go, Oh, in your head? Oh, he didn't just say that. Or what are the things well, you've heard?
1: There are some versions of any sort of extreme answer. Like okay. I want all this and I wanna do it now. Or I wanna all I wanna do this and I wanna don't not eat any carbohydrates. Or I wanna <laughs> do all this and, you know, only take in seven hundred calories. I want a day. candy, but
0: I don't want the sugar. Right. Right, right, right.
1: Yeah. And I and I, I wanna do it now kind of a thing. And also, you know, this extreme answer that I know that a hundred percent of this is wrong. Mm. And you know, leaving out something in entirety is never right or good.
0: What, so, do you, what do people leave out? What's the thing that people leave out that you just go, "You gotta be kidding me"?
1: Well, I think that we're really good at demonizing things because it gives <laughs> us an easy answer. You know, <laughs> the way that Chris through... demonizes me. <laughs> <Anyway>. Yes, <laughs>
0: That's no <totally> justified. Christian
1: <laughs> going on a no Christian diet. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it could be anything, really. You know, okay. we've as you watch like the history of food intake, there was a fat scare. There was a carbohydrate scare, you know,
0: and these are recent years that we're yeah, yeah these are fairly recent what's the years. what's the current scare as a nutritionist well,
1: I think that for a while it was the simple carb scare and we talked about the glycemic index. okay. Did you hear about that one yeah, and people know yeah. that glyce- right and everyone said, oh my God, carrots are bad. Oh my God. well, they are
0: everyone knows that yeah, they have no. way
1: too much sugar in them. <gasps> oh my God not a carrot. yeah. So you know, I think that one of the thing that dietitians try to do is apply this to okay. reality. Oh,
0: there we go. So now you're saying that people it's funny because you're saying that people don't have a like they're not in touch with reality and they're coming Mm -hmm. to you and you have to like they think they are and they're not. And that's the hardest hurdle is what you're saying. Yes. Got it.
1: That is a hard hurdle.
0: What's the you've worked with athletes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. So who? What are? What is the most common flaws among athletes? So I'm I'm watching, <laughs> you know, baseball, and the guys are on the field throwing punches. No, just kidding. Yeah. The uh, no. I'm watching baseball or football or whatever yeah. it is. And um, what is the thing that they're doing? What's the thing that they could get more well, performance?
1: Honestly, if there is one thing that I could help an athlete in doing, it's increasing <laughs> variety
0: in their ah, I diet love her. I love her. Okay. We
1: love to eat the same exact thing every time
0: right oatmeal and, chicken oatmeal chicken yep, let's go yep. Yep. yep
1: spinach and maybe some brown rice and whatever else yeah And people do, my, my yeah multivitamins. exactly vitamins and here i yeah we'll <laughs>
0: talk supplement. about vitamins in a minute but go ahead
1: yeah and i i think that that is one of my favorite things to pick on because they're into health and the number one thing of health if i could boil it down to one word is probably variety even more than moderation because we don't know what that is
0: well it's kind of funny because bring it back to reality I think that a lot like let's just say for example I was coaching a soccer player Mm -hmm. or a tennis player one of the ways I'd get their performance up is variety Mm. of training different types of training now every athlete like that's right I need all my skills I need my skills but then they come to you go to their diet and they're either all off like Mm -hmm. you said extremely like you know beer and pizza or they're all on this very narrow yeah
1: same thing every day you see that a lot Yeah. yeah oh
0: that's what. That's what the problem is. No. Mm. That's the whole. Everyone would be beating each <laughs> other senseless. Down. We would not need the steroids. We would not need the steroid <laughs> documentaries. Yep. Um, worst culprits of misinformation. Who's out there putting right now? Like the hip, the oh. hip bad guys in your mind. Oh. The most common. Like so, you just met with a few clients this past month, and they're all coming in and saying, "Oh, the you know, you know, jerky, wacky diet thing. Like, what's their? What's the worst ones or the the most notorious? You
1: know." Taking it, you, I know we're talking about athletes here, but as far as we can talk about everybody, yeah, no. in general, Open I would have up. to say celebrities.
0: Like so, when celebrities endorse a diet, yes. So, Star Magazine is is is, the, is the, one of the worst for diet. Like those kinds of. publications. I don't even think
1: it's the magazines. I think it's these celebrities that maybe are always talking about these awful okay. diets that they're on, and what do we read? Right. You know, I mean, you and I. In the fitness world, we have access to other sources other of sources, information. Right. But if you're just picking up InStyle magazine or you know, <laughs> which I have magazine, right here, no,
0: God, <laughs> right here I'm flipping it's through. It's always
1: something. There's right. always something that it's you know 100% detox diet or this juice only purge diet. Right. And she lost, you know, ha- oh gosh, 25, 30 pounds on this in a month. Oh my, you know, you right. lose it if you didn't eat anything.
0: Well, yeah, so it makes sense. Th- that's you know that's the thing is i don't even think they're believable
1: Mm-mm. so i mean but it's people funny do believe them
0: a few months back we did a story on i can't remember a football player who's eating all vegan and he wasn't doing it for moral purposes he was actually with a nutritionist mm-hmm. who redesigned his plan and now he, it, and it just it was originally vegetarian not vegan yeah and now it's all vegan and mm-hmm. he's claiming i mean he's gotten bigger and stronger and faster and it's before, his like his yep Documented performance has gone up, Mm -hmm. and he's swearing it's the vegan diet. So that's where I got to wonder is that we have this protein thing in Mm -hmm. the sports world. Yes. And I, now personally, there's, you could, you could try right now. I, I won't back down from my protein, not that you'd try to make me.
1: I would never make you.
0: Thank you, Sarah Stockwell. (laughs) Um, Sarah Stockwell of, what's it called? (laughs) Neighborhood Nutrition. No, all right. um, I would never uh back down from that person. I I I mean I just because I have so much anecdotal evidence that it would be very hard to foist a theoretical like n- like anti campaign About protein? Or about its functionality. Oh well we no we
1: need it hands down.
0: Absolutely. Well I'm saying it's functionality with athletes. I think mm-hmm. I I mean I am I, I knew I do know that there's an excess point and mm-hmm. that's where I'm kind of Right. I'm I'm on the, the, the soft right, side right. of it. Mm-hmm. But can you do it on a on a vegetarian or vegan diet? Yes. So you so you think so See, cause what's a complete protein? All right, I'm going to just fo- throw my dummy mm-hmm. out there. Because I'm gonna, Complete protein, you can't do this because yep. there's not enough protein in broccoli. What? what wha? oh. All
1: right, well, we know that proteins have 20 amino acids. All I don't know them... that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so well, proteins we do. A lot of... Uh, some people know.
0: <laughs> the elite in the room know. So
1: protein is made up of amino acids. Okay. Animals, what we're eating of them is protein in itself. It is muscle. Muscle right. is what we're trying to build. Sure. Therefore, it makes sense that... The muscle that we're eating of animals has all of these amino acids in it. Right. So from plants, this is not a functioning muscle that we're eating. So we have to eat amino acids and put them together to make a complete protein. All the amino acids that we need. It is fairly easy to do that from plant sources. If you combine grains and legumes, things like that, nuts, lentils, those are complementary proteins. But then we
0: have that problem with the excess carbohydrate or what people perceive. As what excess people perceive as excess
1: carbohydrate is okay. not necessarily the case. Okay. Because a lot of these plant foods like lentils naturally exist in that balance. They okay. have right. protein, they have carbohydrate, they have vitamins.
0: I think that and that's that's one of the hard things that when you say variety, people think mm-hmm. the whopper and the fries. Mm. As opposed to just the whopper. <laughs> you know, and so when you say well I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give you how about a nice hearty plate of lentils, I immediately go. And no mm. fries, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so is that? I mean, do you get that a lot, where people are willing to do the the that kind of work? Yeah. But not willing. But they don't want to go that extra length and say like, uh, I okay want to with give that, up. To
1: tell you the truth, really. We're going from all fries and no lentils to some lentils and some fries. I think that's great. Okay. Taking a step in the right direction.
0: So really, what the media is doing is pushing it too much to an extreme.
1: Yes. Absolutely. I,
0: I'm get. I'm. 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 I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Um,
1: <laughs> I hate extreme.
0: You hate extreme. And that's mm. what we get. Most what the,
1: any extreme. That's
0: what the media diet. is. It's all extreme all the time. Yeah. 1510 the zone.
1: Yeah. Because uh... we want one answer. <laughs> the
0: show's certainly been pretty extreme. This I know <laughs> and now we're on the other pole. This is like the bipolar episode. That's the title in, in iTunes. Mm. Look for it, folks, episode thirty one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you Science, though, is your background. But you're it, sort of talking on a much more human level right now to me. I think a nutrition is a sciencey thing. It is. okay well help me out
1: well i think that i found that what works in my practice and a lot of advice i've gotten from colleagues is sort of the non-diet approach okay is much more effective i have the information of nutrition i have the science background but i'm still going to talk about how we get there right just telling someone what to do no not going to work
0: so that telling you have to show don't tell kind of thing
1: yeah or help to discover
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: With guidance. With, right. I still rein people in, you know, what, I still give them guidance.
0: What, well, that's what I'm saying. Who's who, like, okay, you don't have to name them. Mm. And I hope by, they don't discover themselves by implication. But who is like the one client that you've had in your life?
3: Mm.
0: That, or what would they say? What did they do? What was the thing? And you literally went home and said, I'm switching over to law or I'm switching over to, you know, I'm going to get an office job. That one client who was like, I can't, I don't believe this. You just hit the wall of human brilliance and we're like, I can't stand you anymore. Or not you, but the things that are coming out of your mouth. Do you ever have one of those?
1: I haven't met that client yet.
0: Well, Chris Bellani
3: needs nutritional Lucky advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I've had be a phenomenal people client. that I've worked with, but you, you would. You'd I'd think- be a phenomenal client. I resent <laughs> what- the implication otherwise. Well, how
0: much have you lost? You're losing weight right now. How much weight have you lost? Let's call you right out.
3: Um <laughs> probably like five pounds or so. Awesome. Wow. And how long? Um uh, maybe Two months. Okay. That's great. Give or take. Good for you, Chris. But the thing is, like, I've done, I'd probably be an interesting case study because I've done everything. <laughs> you are. I, I went away to college. Mm-hmm. And first year of college, I probably Went put on college? like, I can't believe I'm going into this on the radio, by the way, but <laughs> that's, that's what the like, show's about. Like 35 pounds. Yep. All right. And, you know, beer, mostly beer and pizza, about 50, 50 split there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I came back and lost all of that and then some in a summer. Mm. And I was dropping weight wow. like way too fast. I okay. was Working out twice a day, rocking salads left and right. Wow. So uh, trying You're to be a little extreme. bit yeah, Sounds exactly, extreme. Yeah, exactly. There were two extremes over the course of. But the the thing was like I put on thirty five in like eight months and then dropped it in three, yeah. so it was really extreme. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's tough let's not you. do that again. Yeah, yeah. And, so probably not. And speaking of things you don't want to do again, Sarah, one of our regular, I
0: didn't warn you. One of our regular contributors to the show is with <laughs> us on the line. Our field reporter, Mr. Kevin Quinn. Are you still there?
2: Happy thirty-first show, Christian. Thank
0: you very much. This has this show been bipolar? As about as bipolar. It's as will be yet? happy thirty-two. You oh.
2: know, I was listening to the show and I said, "Did I just hear what I?" Let's heard?
0: not go there. I completely apologize to my listeners, uh, and I'm I'm sure that no, no, no. that people know we just that.
2: it was a, it was a you know it
0: ha- I was actually reading from this sheet of paper right here, so. I can't get to, but I mean, Kevin, blame what do you, Spike, yeah, exactly, yeah, That Spike, let's bang, Sp- blame Spike from Lafayette, Indiana for writing Absolutely. that into, into the email, like
2: Spike's fault.
0: I just, I, I'm a trained <laughs> monkey, I read from a page, even these words I'm saying right now, Kevin <laughs> Quinn, no, what, what do you got for Sarah, what do you, what are you thinking?
2: Well, what I'm thinking is, is, is she hit the nail on the head, and I was, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to think of different things to ask, as as you know, on the bodybuilding and dieting, and so mm. many things. She hit the nail on the head with variety. Wow, I've been thanks. noticing. You're welcome. I'm off season now. I started my adventure towards my October show in three weeks, but I've noticed through the off season, I'm struggling. Okay, what is it today? About oh, chicken, mm. old oh, man salad this that the other thing yeah i went to the supermarket yesterday and i said let me try down some of these other aisles let's see what's down some of these other aisles so i ended up having a nice a nice wrap today with some roast beef and some turkey and some spinach and just trying to switch it up and hey i tell you you're answering my questions as you're speaking so i mean wow that's great to say is that it's a pleasure to um talk with you and it's just, uh, it's nice to have people out there that can help people because, you know, there is, Thanks. there's nothing worse than someone that comes to you and says, look, I'm 182 pounds now. I want to get down to 165. This is how I want to do it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. How about going in like an open book and being open-minded and saying, let's get this done. How do we do it?
0: Mm. Well, these words of wisdom from Kevin quit. we really have hit the opposite <laughs> pole. That's oh, that was great. <laughs> Good stuff? Yeah. Hear from a bodybuilder?
1: That meant a lot. <laughs>
2: She has a tear in her eye. (laughs) The last two weeks, I've gotten some great advice. You know, the last two weeks ago, I called. I said, I'm starting to clean up my diet. What do I do? Well, learn Mm. a little bit of restraint. Instead of going out and having all those goodies in one night, learn a little bit of restraint. Have a little bit here, a little bit there, and, you know, use some restraint. Now it's variety. Christian, every week, you're just helping me out. Pretty soon, this might not be great news for my trainer, but pretty soon, I may not need a trainer. Mm, (laughs) uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Well, you'll definitely need a nutritionist. Um, I will,
2: and, and, and I'm just kidding. My trainer is the best in the world.
0: <laughs> and who is the, All right, we'll do it. Who is that trainer?
2: Well, uh, it's funny that you say that. My Here
0: we go. He's trying to set me up.
2: From Aspire Sports Training. If you want to learn more about Aspire Sports Training, you can log on to AspireSportsTraining.com. Mm-hmm. That is the weekly update from the field. <laughs> this has been Kevin Quinn saying thank you very much and have a great week.
0: We'll talk to you later, Kevin. Thanks for calling in as always.
2: Thanks always. Take care. <laughs>
0: So I, I should have warned you about our regular contributor Kevin Quinn. No, he's awesome. He's no, awesome. That's all right, the um, fun. and he gave you some props.
1: I that was great. You, I appreciate uh, that.
0: You, you don't, do, 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 that's what I'm saying. Do you get a lot of people just being like, "Wow, Sarah, you're the bomb"? No, really? Do people are, <laughs> women? Uh-huh. Are, well, because are you the police? Are you like the food police? Do the people like come out? No, that?
1: no. I still have to talk people down and tell them, "Hey, this is a safe place."
0: Do you mo- who's more receptive, <laughs> men or women? Who like who? Who says? oh, you know what, lady, or, mm. oh, you
1: know what, lady? Is it
0: the guys or the girls who are like, you know, lady, I'm, I'm all set?
1: You know, I can't even really say it's either or. I have to say that there's a type within both
0: that okay. are tough.
1: I've had the same energy come from a woman versus a man. Does it have anything just...
0: to do with income level, activity level, education level? What is there any rhyme or reason? Yeah. Like, who needs to shape it up?
1: Yeah. I think that it's the people who... It's that I have the answer sort of a thing. That's that's been the, the biggest challenge. Okay. Is facing those kinds of people, men or women, different backgrounds. There's some sort of commonality in there those in the, the drive or be. the focus or the way that they they do their day to day thing. Okay. That I can't even really say that they're the same experiences just in this fact that I can't say that it's the same experiences that create eating disorders for my other branch of patients. Right. So it's there's some sort of commonality excuse me, there's some sort of commonality in their way of functioning that is this force.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like, and the eating disorder thing, we don't have any time, or like, all of a minute left in this, in this segment. The, the, you know, that, we didn't even touch on that. Mm. I mean, is that... Gonna have to come back. I know, and that's the... That, is, it, is it the people well, so you, who, who... Right. <laughs> we'll see. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> are um, they different? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the same? Are, no, are they... In are ways. the? Are they... Is there... How am I trying to phrase this? Is it the people who come in, who are on the surface, the people mm. who are out there, people who have the worst eating habits, mm-hmm. the, is it more obvious, I guess is what I'm saying, that that like if you have bad eating habits, but you mm-hmm. don't have a disorder and you look like a normal person right? Right. versus the person who's perfect? Right. Is that, is that, well, is, is that stereotype proof?
1: There's definitely a range. And I would say that it's not even someone doesn't present with a certain body that says that they think about food all the time. Mm. And whether or not they look good or don't look good, it's, you know... That's that's tough to get out of that like mind little, frame. do
0: it, you think it's a bigger epidemic than we think? Oh yes. Do you think it's bigger in the sports world as well? Like are sports I don't mean sports, even the gym, mm-hmm. the fitness, I mean, is it a is it a is it like the big dark secret of, of the health and fitness world?
1: I think it's something that we need to talk about more.
0: And and look at I sure. gave it thirty seconds. Nice. <laughs> Responsible media yeah. right here.
1: I like I like the thought of in the gym talking about a little bit more mental health. You know?
0: Well, we should because we have very little of it here on the show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I wasn't listening, but I assume that's correct. <laughs> you know what? I we're, we're we're going to just skip the break and go right. You know what? Actually, I'm going to say this. Um, I have as far as the big outside the contest roundup stuff, I don't have anything. So, I'm going to actually take the the minutes. Well, I will I will say this. There are some upcoming wheelchair bodybuilding shows. Go to wheelchairbodybuilding.com. The Toronto Canada Fame Show June 15th. And then in Medair, Louisiana, the USA Wheelchair Championships. Again, the guy's in wheelchair. We had um, Nick Scott from Wheelchair Bodybuilding on a couple shows ago. He's awesome. Check out his website, wheelchair-bodybuilding.com. Hey, Hey, Christian.
3: uh, Since you get a couple extra minutes, can I throw out a question? That's what I was going to do. Go, go, okay. I was going to ask you.
0: No, take Take the you're, wheel. You're, I'm just shut off by the FCC. Go for it, Yeah, that's man. enough. I'm,
3: turn your mic off. There time we go. Now. Um, si- I actually did turn his mic off. I can uh, <laughs> still hear him cackling <laughs> in the other one. Um, in terms of, like, uh, you know, from a dietitian's point of view and everything, say mm-hmm. there is somebody uh, that's in his or her 20s mm-hmm. who says, well, you know, I'm pretty young. Uh, I like to have a good time. And uh, no matter what, I'm not going to be able to eat right. Uh, All the time. There'll be a significant portion of time where you're out having pizza and chicken wings or choking down a beer or 12 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is it any benefit at all to try to just eat well when you can? Is is that something that you can do or is that just you're putting Mm -hmm. a Band-Aid on a a problem that you can't fix if you're then going to go out and chug down a pizza and three beers on the weekend?
1: And that's an awesome question because that's getting in, that's getting exactly into the meat and potatoes of what I do.
3: No pun intended. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're asking Well me, done, Chris Filani <laughs> in
3: the booth. Oh, I turned right. his mic on again. And,
1: and I, that's what I love to talk to patients about because how often can you have this, you know, the chocolate, the pizza, the wings, the beer? Right. right. You know what I mean? And I like to answer it sort of in a loose way.
0: Way to More, be responsible, Sarah. If we're
1: choosing no. <laughs> that less often. It's a very vague response. Yeah. But so so if choosing you're, it less often. If you're choosing some of those things that you may accuse as being the unhealthy foods less often than foods that we accuse of being healthy, and if we're somehow able to just be getting in those things in light of the mm-hmm. fact that we can fit in a spinach salad or two when we still have buffalo wings in the side, I don't think it's a a one answer kind of a thing. I think so you, it's a fluid thing.
0: So it's almost like you're saying like, okay, so to answer Chris, Chris's question. So mm-hmm. here's this kid and he's, and he's got this beer and pizza thing going on. And it's almost like, look at it more like a, like a, like a, like a time chart. Like, so if, mm-hmm. if it's for every choice of eating, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, wow, 50% of the time it's bad. 50% of the time it's good. Then that may not be such a bad
3: thing. And if we saying.
1: get it to 60, then that's better.
3: Gets, right, exactly. Right. So compare yeah. week A with week B as opposed right. to... So, so it's not like if you, say, rock three salads in the course of a week <laughs> and then chase <laughs> that with a, a Friday of pizza and beer that you've <laughs> wasted your time with the salads. You've still done... You're, it's a not good, null and void. You've still done a, a decent thing. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. They count. They okay. all if count, you did Chris. it, they
1: count. And that's sort of like where our recommendations come from, from foods. You know, you hear, oh, eat more whole grains. You don't hear, eat only whole grains all day, every day. Right, do we eat, eat, eat more. Eat That's what more. we say, and there's there's a lot of truth in that. Mm-hmm. Perfection is not healthy.
0: Well, I don't know about that because I, <laughs> I I had such a long stretch. Um speaking of perfection, Sarah. Actually, before I go to the belly up, Sarah, how do people find you? How do people find you? Yeah, where, what's your? You got a website? You got your? I mean, you're at yep. Revolution Fitness in Boston.
1: I'm at Revolution Fitness in Boston, so Re- you can find me there.
0: Revfitboston.com. Yep.
1: I'm also just started working for a private practice in Cambridge. Named. That is. Um, Oh my gosh!
0: Don't worry about. it. She just started working for him.
1: Neighborhood nutrition.
0: Neighborhood nutrition in
1: Somerville, Mass. In Somerville Davis Mass. Square. Yep. So
0: <laughs> it's a, a nerve-wracking show, people.
1: Oh uh, yes.
0: Especially this one, uh, right? We're on pins and needles, and with where I'm about to go, it's only going to get worse. So, Chris, why don't you? Why don't we, let's just do it and get ourselves done. They seem like underdogs, long shots, crackpots, but we honor these unsung heroes of the physique world, the newsmakers who give it their all, only to get flushed away in a valiant blaze of glory and go belly up. I'm really nervous now. If I only had a if I had a kickin' show, we would have been okay with this one. I think only one person's gone belly up today. I know. Um, that's why this is going to hurt. This week, we recognize, I'm, first off, on want to preface with saying my, my big Inside fans are awesome, all of them. For sticking with me this week, we recognize what you may have thought you saw coming this week. Coco Crisp was all over the news for his little skirmish during the Friday Sox Rays game. And if you're a fan of baseball or of sports or or just live in Boston, you're probably sick of hearing about the pitcher's mound melee by now. And you're probably thinking it would be pretty easy for us to hand the belly up award this week to Mr. Crisp. In fact, it seems an almost obvious choice, right? After all, he fits the criteria. Here's the guy at the top of his game, pushing his zeal a little too far with some pretty disappointing results. However, frankly, we're bored with the Coco discussion. We all saw it. We all have our opinions. So, although it's obvious, it wasn't really our top choice for Belly Up. So rather, the Belly Up Award this week was decided immediately after the fight broke out. You see, as soon as Coco was pulled from the bottom of the pile of brawling baseballers, what was heard next? Nothing short of cheers and applause showing that Red Sox Nation actually approves of professionals stooping to elementary school levels of petty aggression. And where did these cheers come from? Yes, yes, from you, my fine Red Sox fans. Instead of booing the lack of sportsmanship and immature behavior on our beloved Fenway infield, you decided to cheer, making Sox fans look like little more than a bunch of low-class thug goons. Hooray for immature stupidity. Yay for juvenile drama, only the only <laughs> drama irrelevant, but all, not only irrelevant, but also unnecessarily holds the damn game we came here to watch up. Go team. Yes, the crowd from Fenway Park goes belly up this week. Hey, Coco Chris may have started the brawl, but you folks, you, Fenway Faithful, approved it. So for showing us that it's not the one idiot who brings embarrassment to a sport, but rather it's the 5,000 idiots who think it's cool that are the problem, for affirming to a national audience that maybe Red Sox fans may really just be a bunch of low-class thug goons. And for finally showing fan behavior that's actually more embarrassing than that of the baseball players for a change. We'd like to thank you, Red Sox fans, at the Friday Night Sox-Rays game for going... going and that's the end of the Big Inside. You're going to come back, right, Sarah? You'll <laughs> yes. be back another time. Next time we're going to talk about good stuff. That's our show for this week. Thanks for stepping inside the Big Inside. Love me, love me, love me. Be sure to join us again next week and every week at 6 p.m. The show today was co-produced by the Physiculture Collaborative. 5 p.m., Christian. 5 p.m. At 5 p.m., if we're still on the air after that. Today's show was co-produced by the Culture Collaborative, along with a guy who always cheers when I get into a stupid fight on the air, Chris Villani in the booth. As always, I'd like to throw out special thanks to 1510 The Zone's general manager, Anthony Pepe, who is known for never dropping a bomb on the air and for having the most nutritionally complete diet in greater Boston. Please tune in to our show every week. Stay tuned next for the Sports Cave. Sports Cave? Is there... What is it like... Bats? Oh, I get it. Baseball bats. Ah, I figured it out. Sports game with and Rob. Coming up next on The Zone, that's your workout for the week. I am Christian Madey, a.k.a. XN for The Big Inside. Reminding you that no matter what you do on your outside, what makes it big is what's found on the inside. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Hi, this is Christian Mady for The Big Inside. If you're listening, maybe you'll like us. And if you like us, we could sure use your support. Why not advertise with The Big Inside? We offer live on-air ads on 1510 The Zone. You can sponsor a segment of the show or even sponsor an entire podcast. Our rates are dirt cheap and we love to negotiate. We need your help to stay on the air, so if you appreciate what we're doing, please lend a hand. Drop us a line at info at thebiginside.com or go to www.thebiginside.com and click on the advertise link. There you can download an entire press kit that says our basic race. With a vibrant audience in the greater New England area, as well as a loyal national and even international audience, trust me, the Big Inside is the market you want to get your message out to. Thanks again for listening to the Big Inside, and thanks for your support. Until the next show, remember, big is what you find on the inside.